Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, the word is out. Talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 725, Plane. The dregs of January. You, you yeah. never would have expected a prequel to the Dane Cook Disney movie, but here it is. I don't, nope, you're not I wrong. thought it was a prequel to Fantasy Island. <laughs> it's the difference in our ages. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, the Dane Cook Plains movie. Yeah. I know people like it when I say the wrong title of a film, and just so you know, in my head, it was P-L-A-I-N. Oh, perfect. Oh, okay. 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 And on the screen, yeah, it was also P-L-A-I-N. <laughs> painfully. I won't even say painfully. Oh, man. Like, I will never watch this movie again. No. I don't care. This movie is like if an AI chatbot <laughs> wrote an action movie. Well, give them a reason to listen. Let's don't don't spoil they're, it. Right they're already here. Yeah, we're in. Is, yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's go around the table, and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin, and this is Tom. Before we dig in, we have to make you wait. According to Kevin, uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, uh, be sure and. Follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. Like like Chuck Norris 787. Dun, dun, dun. A five-star review. Love, love, love. Uh, five stars are not enough. Love real spoilers. Y'all are doing some incredible work. I've recently graduated from college with a film studies degree and have listened to many, many film review-themed podcasts throughout my time at school. I, I just have to say, yes. don't you love it when we get people in and around the industry that listen to this show yeah. and you're like, <laughs> they, the people that know what they're doing, listen to us talk about it? Because this it's, at the end of the day, like, I, we're knowledgeable on it, yeah. but like, just like <laughs> as fans yeah. right like nobody's like well i think they should have used this lens correct when they like but maybe oh. that's maybe that's why they enjoy it though because if you ever listen to the like the intellectual movie podcast oh, it's, not, it's not enjoyable and the people that read like huge essays and they have it all typed out with the biggest words and the fancy and it's like they are so boring pretentious yeah. is the best possible i mean word. it's it's bad. It's I like because it's like an essay but you're just reading it into a microphone it's like why are you just publish it then like <laughs> or have fun. Yeah. Right. Go to a movie and have fun. Right. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a novel idea. Yeah. And we'll always come back to this one. I will even go as far as to say I solely listen to y'all when it comes to movies and television. Bucket list item for me is to one day be able to be on a podcast with y'all, but only time will tell, I guess. Keep wow. up the good work. Longtime listener, Josh. 
Well, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Now Josh. that is an achievable goal. You know, when you set your sights on something? <laughs> yes. Like, if yeah. that is your dream. Yeah, we're not this American life. <laughs> no, right? no. Like, you can absolutely make it. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. You're not going into the garage with Mark Maron. <laughs> what was the, like, what was although the, we do have the same mics. That's true. What, yeah. was the, what was the other one where people could come in? It was, it was a bug. Oh, the moth. Yeah, that was what? one. The, there was oh. the, the, the podcast, The Moth, where like you're they talking would... about the backseat of a Volkswagen. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's a comf- like an uncomfortable position. But that I feel like so, yeah, that just one... hand stuff in the backseat of a right, Volkswagen. Yeah. yeah, well, you can't do the rest of it. Yeah. Well, cramped. I'm shorter. I could probably pull it. That's off. fair. I mean, no. Ben Affleck's a huge guy. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. Is that podcast still going on? Oh yeah. Okay. That was backseat the backseat of a Volkswagen. <laughs> yes, yeah, OnlyFans trademark though. real that yeah. one. That's yeah. trademark real right now. But that was like that was one where they would like go around with like a it's like, like a, a story. studio, right? And you could walk in and you could tell your story. And Not just... really. They they did like a little thing once. <laughs> oh, but, okay. But like, was that they... what you were on? No, I was never on the. Mod. What's the one you Didn't told you your do story? So, you did for, something though. like that though, right? Yeah, but you told your the... ICP story. Oh yeah, what was that called? Um, oh man. It was similar, but he would okay. like edit it and like put in sound effects and like oh. create. Um, oh man! Oh, we thought you were on something fancy. Never yeah, mind. I, know. <laughs> I was not. On he was on backseat. I was on backseat of Volkswagen. Never mind. I was Volkswagen. Yeah, that ICP story is pretty fantastic. Oh, it's a great story. Yeah, it's a great story. To go back to like episode five to find it <laughs> somewhere in there. God dang it! So how was your weekend? It was good. It was good. It's good so busy. Far. It's busy. Good? Yeah, yeah, very busy. Of course, now everybody wants to. Yeah. Bella's at the age where she can wants to have friends over. Bella's uh, at the age where she wants to be our social media I manager. <laughs> we have. She we said she said she listened to it. Uh, oh, and uh, I was oh. like, "You did?" And she's like, "Yeah, you talked about me." I was like, "I did." And oh. then she put that. I I did not realize that she had commented on it. <laughs> also, didn't know she had a YouTube account. Right, like oh. that's the that's the oh. other thing. All, <laughs> all the tweens have YouTube accounts. We're it's... undercover. See, that's really the reason we're trying to draw out all our kids that we know. Yeah, secretly yeah it's the only way we right. get our kids to pay attention. To that's it. also true. So uh, that podcast I was on was called The Laps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and that guy does a great job. And I think yeah. he stopped doing it. It was so much work that yeah. he would put into it. It wasn't like what we do. Uh, <laughs> but sorry, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's called the lap. So if you want to hear my ICP story, it's fantastic. Go on iTunes or whatever. Look for something called the lap. Also, just we're gonna. I'm gonna toot tom's horn for him he's oh. a fantastic is that, story this, uh, this isn't backseat of a volkswagen i know that's yeah. true he's a fantastic story to pay for that. <laughs> well thank you yes I so that is a very good a story and, and this yeah. guy did a great job of uh, how he pieces it together too. sure sure because like, sure. when i first like with sound effects i was like that sounds dumb but he does it in a kind of understated way that makes it work oh, like okay. an audio drama yes. with he, the sound effects. he got shaggy toot open other guy to do a comment. He's like, man, that Violent never happened. But there we go. Yes. Yeah. Shaggy three dope. My favorite thing about one of those guys is they took a uh, wrestling corner. Uh, they were in WCW for a cup of coffee. Yeah. And they one guy took a power bomb um, from a guy named Mike Awesome. So if you don't go Google Mike Awesome because he is terrified. He was terrifying. He's dead right. now. But took a power bomb onto the top of a bus, and then he was supposed to land on the bus. But he slid off. Whoops. And Jeez. Mike Awesome is you can see it on TV like he's trying to catch him, which negates the entire character of what he was trying to do. <laughs> but yeah, violent it's violent jet. Who's the smaller one? I don't know. The, the smaller one slides yeah. off the side of a bus. I think that's violent. And it jet. is hilarious to watch. That's how he got his nickname after Mike yeah, Awesome right. powerbond him and off. Mike Awesome was a terrifying you thought, man. You thought Jay was giving the violence yeah no no, no he Please. was on the receiving end <laughs> violent comma jay yeah off he'll the- do both he's bi-violent <laughs> <laughs> yeah. violent jay violent jay violent Trademark. jay God, we need a, that's a t-shirt yeah yeah so now the juggalos are gonna be all mad at us whatever because we have so many listeners. yeah right right so uh they were the intro music for who uh the oddities okay the oddities yep yep I just remember that because I used to watch wrestling. 1998. Yeah. It was. Uh, sort of like, oh, yeah, dumb yeah, diddy dumb. Gol- yeah. Golga. And there was a giant guy. And then there was Luna Vachon. <laughs> Come and get down with yeah. the clowns. Oh. Then they had to edit. The best part is now that that's on the network, yeah. they got to edit all that out. Oh. So they don't have to pay ICP. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so you can still see the crowd responding to the song. But the song Crickets, they put in makes putting, no sense. Oh, yeah. it's a, they put it. In they put in their own song, and it makes no sense. Okay, that's hilarious. Though, <laughs> think about how you can mess with people and put in different songs. They do it all the time. Anytime, yeah. anytime yeah. they had like uh, license, watch, watch, license music. Yeah. Watch WKRP on. Oh Voodoo. yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, even uh, Saturday Night Live where they take out the acts. Yeah, like they, all the musical acts were taken out. But yeah. dubbing over them is hilarious. They do, and though. you can still hear it. Like you can hear oh, it. like it's not the dub isn't quite, good, dub yeah. isn't good enough to cover up live music on a pay per view. Right, oh. it's pretty great. So anyway, sorry. Shameless that's plugs. your tangent. Uh, that's it. I'm yeah, done. you're done with wrestling. At least we got out of the way early. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Peacefully enjoy <laughs> the rest episode, right? of mean, the podcast. I'll, so, hey, I'll take one per episode. Uh, well, I mean, you're getting you do it whether <laughs> that's true. I'm gonna do it either way. Not. So it's like we try to limit. Yes, it. it's a limit, <laughs> not a perk. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Uh, you can share an episode. Uh, that always super grateful when you guys do that. People who were kind enough to share an episode last week are Chris Magic Man, Gabriel Lugo, Travis Tewitt, Chris Falls, Ralph Tribble, Chris Sanders, Julian Jordan, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Heather Sachs, Josh Rosen, Christopher Rex, Matt Neglia, Ronnie Castle, Dissect That Film, Binge Movies, Geek to Me Radio, Spoiler Piece Theater, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, Feel and Film, In Session Film, and Ryan Terry. So thank you very much. We greatly appreciate that. And finally, uh, if you want to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, even more Matt Bassler. What more could you want? And uh, we like you extra. <laughs> That's right. So there's all so that. It's just a shame he's not in the rotation anymore. Hey, man. It's a really he short-lived it run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will also say I did a guest spot on a podcast called The uh, Screen Run where okay. they are cutting th- they are going through the All uh, movies about diarrhea. That's the worst. Like a like a take a, sh- through a screen door. As my dad would that's say. That's Tom's nickname <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> through a screen door? No, I've got a pee. The screen oh. Run. He does <laughs> a screen run. That's fair. Pee and I. Uh, I did the I I was lucky enough to guest on the Escape from New York episode. Uh, it's a shame they didn't get you on for the, the really good one. Escape from L.A. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> I said if you don't have anybody to come back for that one, I will happily. They were like, no one wants to come back. I will. <laughs> it's like, I'll do it in a heartbeat. Uh, so yeah, that episode uh, from the Screen Run podcast is out now. So okay. check, check them out. Did they choose you because your St. Louis connections? I don't think Did that they... talk about uh, it? No, that was... So I told them that after the fact... <laughs> Like, well, like when they asked me, I was like, you know, I'm from St. Louis, right? And they're like, yeah. I was Uh-oh. like, this movie was filmed here. Like, a lot of it was yeah. filmed here. But I think I came as a recommendation from Binge Movies. Binge. Yeah. Binge. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. I've just, I've been on Binge Movies. They've never recommended me for anything. Uh, you know, it's John Carpenter and Kurt Russell. Yeah. That's. I guess it's somebody. Right up my alley. The monkey's only made the one movie. Evan <laughs> <laughs> Costello. When they did, when when yeah. the screen run podcast decides to cut <laughs> through the Evan Costello, the Costello filmography, fifty six <laughs> films. <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> Wish you the best of luck. Yes. Yeah. From Night in the Tropics to Dance with Me, Henry. What's the what's the like the eight like the ra- the yearly range? When do they start? When do they end? Forty. Okay. Because uh, maybe thirty nine, but I think it was forty. Um. Because uh, their first movie was called Night in the Tropics, where yeah. they're like uh, like featured players in the movie. It's not a full film around them. Yeah. And then their next movie is uh, comes out, I, maybe it's, it's 1941, and that's Buck Privates. Yep. And Buck Privates is, is an all-Abbott and Costello movie. One of their best films, Agreed. if you're only going to see one, Buck Privates is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Uh and they uh and then that movie ended up being a massive juggernaut of a film because it came out right after the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Oh. They actually I believe went and reshot an opening scene to address the fact that they're at war yeah. or that we were about to be at war, you okay. know. Okay. Um but people were very much in a military mindset, you know, because of the impending war sure. and so uh, so Buck Privates is what really like made them film stars, and then I think their last movie together, it's called Dance with Me, Henry. It's not very good, and I think that was like fifty, holy three, cow, fifty four. So they made like That's a hell of a run. I mean, they made they were making like two and three movies a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- and at the same time, they had a radio show and a TV show, right? And a TV show. They yeah. produced like fifty six episodes of TV. Dang. So. And the show's actually really good. Like the sh- the show is, it's a great way to just like the movies. If you don't want to get bogged down in the plot, if you just watch the show, they they reuse almost every one of their classic routines within the show. So right. it's a great way to. Are they sketches? Like they dress up and do little bits? No, it's or... like they live in an apartment complex. Oh, oh it's kind of like a sitcom. 
Uh, yeah, like it, before a sitcom. Yeah, I mean, no sitcoms existed at this point. I oh, mean, okay. You know, I love Lucy. Oh, and, sure, sure, stuff sure. like that. But but and sitcoms actually migrated from radio, right? Like most of the, your early television shows had been radio shows, and they just picked them up and moved them to television. I got you. So like, I love Lucy had actually been a show. I believe it was called My Favorite Wife. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that and sounds familiar. But it wasn't with um, Desi Arnaz. It was with a different oh. actor, and then she was like. I I'm gonna do it with my husband if you want me on TV, and then they and they were like, well, no one would believe that you're married to a Cuban, and she's like, but I am married to a Cuban. <laughs> Guess what? Was this so, in the movie? I, this sounds familiar. I, like I think they, they might have they addressed it, on and, it and, and, and that film that yeah. Aaron Sorkin That's made. That's a pretty good movie. It was. I, I liked it. The yeah, Nicole it was Kidman decent. One? Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was as good as people thought. Said Agreed. It was, but I I enjoyed yeah. the movie. I, yeah. yeah, but um. But anyway, so okay. interesting. You know, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good run. If you think about it, I know there's like CDs and you could still and like the vinyls if you still have them. But like all those radio shows are just lost to time. Like no one listens to those anymore. Yeah. Like there's so many things that are for historical purposes well, that spawned I, things and influenced things. But like they're just kind of. As I feel gener- like podcasts are starting to like kind of. No, do no, those no, I know, but again. those. Oh, those you mean like the, those actual documents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you think about movies, well, sure they've got Criterion, and so they release all these old things and restore them and Shout everything. But, Factory, but no one is really doing that for the radio. And shows. they need to restore some of those old ones. Right. I because like like some people have posted old time radio just as podcasts. Yeah. that are out there. And I was like winding my way through the Jack Benny program. Um, and all crackly and well, I mean, and stuff. like by the end, they're not. But those right. early ones Rough. from like the yeah. 30s, I mean, like I don't even know what they would have used, but it's like clearly some this is only preserved because somebody set up a recorder in right. front oh. of a radio, which is bad now. Yeah. I can't even imagine right. what that would have been like <laughs> back then. They're just holding a microphone like up to right. the radio. Basically. Yeah, I mean, that's like, what they were doing. Recorder, but yeah. like, yeah. but a night, uh, but a, the, an a, old one, a yeah. quality microphone. From 1930. <laughs> this is no right? talk boy, Joe. This <laughs> is yeah. old technology. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but that yeah, is true. Is, That's a good point. Is like we, we they restore movies all the time, but that is a part of entertainment that is lost to time. Yeah, like yeah. it's just kind of and you or the ones we get is just some garbage. Like, you know. think about it, even, I mean, no one watches I Love Lucy anymore, but just think about it, like, there's a show that inspired that, and at some point, people are just not going to remember that. You know, like, I mean, I mean there's, next there's, generation. Look at all this, not... I mean, all the superhero stuff. I mean, the Superman radio shows, and True. Uh, yeah. I think Batman had a radio show, and but those Superman ones, it's the same voices, I think, as the Fleischer cartoons. Okay. Like, it's the same they voice cast. It's the same, the, yeah, it's yeah. the same guy. Man, that, those Fleischer cartoons are great. Oh, God, they're so good. And even when they clean, like, they looked fine, and... Mm-hmm serviceable before yeah. they cleaned them up yeah but when they have when, that, when those blu-rays came out and they took their time with those yeah oh boy i mean that's exactly direct inspiration for the animated series oh for sure they took it and you know, modernized it but all the art style is yeah. inspired oh, it's so good yeah, it's, it's so so good but the animation is just amazing like just little things like when you're they're, they're in front of the window in the daily planet and you see the cityscape yeah and as the camera moves the like buildings don't just scroll past like the angle on the building shifts. It's insane. In the same way that it would in real in life. Real, like yeah. normally they just the building just I think keeps that was moving. rotoscope. Yeah. I think that's what they were I'm, I'm not sure what up. they were doing, but it was crazy. Know. Yeah. I mean it, even it, even the way he moves. Yeah. There's there's a, there's one where he's f- like flying up like a laser beam. And he's just punching he's things. He's punching that laser oh, beam. Man, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense. <laughs> but neither does a flying man. Correct. So, yeah, you let it go. Yeah. But I man, those those are amazing. 2D animation, when it was an art form where they paid so much attention, they weren't just trying to crank stuff out. Yeah. I mean, it took so much time and so much money, but the beauty of that art yeah. Oh, yeah. that is lost now. And yeah, I mean, CG, they've gotten really good, and it can look really amazing, and you get some stuff like Spider-Verse that pushes the envelope and mm-hmm. tries to do something new, but you see so much animation like uh, kids' TV shows, right? Like uh, Disney Channel TV shows. Again, no offense. Like, I get it. Kids kids don't care. Those yeah. can be entertaining. Mickey Mouse Funhouses look Right, but right, bad. it's that rudimentary, and it's like, now animation is like, well, let's pump these out to get all these episodes, and the detail of stuff mm-hmm. like the Fleischer stuff, which obviously was a long time ago, but, you know, it's just the same attention isn't paid to it, and... Well, and that Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, yeah. like that. I mean, those are close to twenty years old. I guess that's point. true. Like, because that's my them. kids. Watch they still them. make them, and they look the, they look the exact. Well, same. you're not going to change the look now. Yeah. But I mean, the but you know, some they can change the 
I mean, Toy Story Four looks better than Toy Story One, but it still looks like. But it looks like the characters, right? But they really do a pretty similar thing. And someone shared a video the other day that in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, they the ears. Have you seen this? No. So the way they do it, so like when Mickey turns sideways in 2D animation, they put one ear above the other one. And oh, so sure. So it look, makes it look, you know, it's just his head's turned and one's on top. Well, they do this thing in Clubhouse and those animated shows where when the character turns, they rotate the top of their head, <laughs> the ears, they rotate like this in a way that makes no sense. And yeah. it's so disconcerting <laughs> because it's like, wait a minute, that can't, it's like, like it's just a, it's a really, look it up sometime and okay. see, it's not like the whole body and the ears move together. It's just the top they just of the head. The top of the ears. <laughs> or, do I like it's been so long? I remember the ears looked weird when my kids used to watch it. Yeah. It's just funny when things like that go viral, and I'm just like, oh, I noticed that like 20 yeah. years ago. Right, 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 right. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. But I'm guessing it's, do care. it's but, very cheap to animate if you just twist the top. Well, of I, sure, of course. I also yeah. wonder though if if that's what they're supposed to be doing, or if it looks if because it's a solid oh. black image, like. I know on like Mr. Science Theater 3000, some people will complain about uh, Crow and the silhouette. Sure. Because with the how he's got the 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 bowling pin nose and the netting eyes that like if you look at him long enough, it will start to look like if you really focus on him, it'll look like he's looking away from the screen instead oh, of towards sure, the sure, screen. Sure. Mm. So I wonder if maybe that's what's going on. I mean, you literally ears. see like the base with the ears on top and the long skinny base. You see it rotate off the head <laughs> in a, like a planer. Like, yeah, right. It, yeah, it's not even like an optical illusion. It's like literally the ears on the base rotate like they're wearing a hat, like a Mickey Mouse hat. Yeah. You can see it spinning off the head and back on. That's a, hey, it's man. weird. I'm, luckily, I think that is starting to find its way out of the rotation. Yeah. So I don't have to look at it anymore. They're aging out. Yeah. Well, your kids listen to real spoilers, apparently. My oldest does. They're mature. Actually, my youngest has been on episodes. So, yeah. (laughs) So, you know how the new Mickey... We'll get to the movie here, guys. I I mean, can you tell Uh, that we don't give a sh** about this movie? You know how they have the, the new Mickey Mouse shorts... Yeah, right. Which are really I like. They're hilarious. They're good. They're good. I like the modern stuff. And I I know people hate the modern. Not some. Not some people. Yeah. Right. And And I like the. I mean, I obviously love the old stuff, but times change, and I like the updated. And and he's evolved over the years. And here's the thing: there, my current theory on this, they're doubling down, and this is going to be the version of Mickey Mouse you see, like on all new stuff. Oh, like even that. You mean the current animated version? Yeah, because like even the new ride that they created, yeah. right, yep. uses that. It right, and, that's yeah, a big yeah, yeah. investment. And, this, and if... but here's why. Okay, and this is my theory as to why, because Steamboat Willie oh. just went into the public domain. We need to put him on real spoilers merchandise. Yeah, I forgot no, yeah. about that. Get him be... on there. Yep. And so, um, how did that happen? Because the that's law. the law. Hundred years, and, and they or and they years? well, and it used to be fifty. Like yeah. Disney fought to get it kicked it, yeah. back, and then it got kicked back again. How Can't, the yeah. hell is Superman not popped in the public domain? Uh, well, Superman's thirty-eight. Oh, yeah, it's coming. It's Mickey's coming. twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so now it's just that art design of of Mickey Mouse. So we're th- okay. So we're Every saying we're saying the original the original triangle S short cape weird circus boots that that version of superman goes into the public domain in 10 years or okay whatever the thing is five years which is why they keep changing his suit they change they change superman's suit all the time yeah they're constantly changing it yeah and but i don't think that's necessarily why i think they just like to freshen up and sell new toys and blah 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 but i think that's why they're doubling down on this new design of Mickey True. is because they they don't have to worry about it for like a hundred years. years. Mm, that's yeah. a good that's point. So it's going to be a new design, and then yeah. plus they don't want people to be interested in the old stuff because they're going to lose money. They're not going right. to get money on it. Right. So we got to get the new one where all your merch and stuff has to look like. And you're going to find wanna, Steamboat Willie in a cart at Walgreens, yeah. and they want to pump that in front of kids now so mm-hmm. they're nostalgic for it when they're yeah, our age, which is why they came up with Mickey Mouse Cl- Clubhouse, right? Like sure. that they, they realized that the kids. They didn't. They were watching Blues Clues and stuff like that, and they weren't watching Mickey Mouse. And yeah. so, they decided they were like, "Oh, we need to come up with a way to get the kids to watch Mickey Mouse, so they know these core characters." And so they created that. Uh, what was that one where Mickey had a nightclub, and it was like basically oh, a frame. It was like the villains, oh, yeah, with all night. the villains, the villains. And it was like a, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like a framing sequence so they could show yeah. the classic cartoons, yeah. and it was really good, and, and people liked it, and yeah. they canceled it anyway because their data showed them that. 
people were watching from like 10 and up and by 10 and up it was too late ah. and they were like no 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 we need them when they're like three and four yeah. and so they canceled it even though it was a hit <laughs> because it wasn't well, doing what they wanted merch. and then they were like we're go-, and then they went with they were like let's get a blues clues type thing and yeah, they mickey mouse clubhouse is like blues clues yeah, yeah, very much about so. the you talking to the screen yeah and all yeah of it. and so they were like let's do mickey Mo-, and they came okay. with mickey mouse clubhouse and then that worked that worked and then because they realized that like their whole thing is nostalgia, but if they don't get you when you're young, there is in no 20 years, you're not going to have nostalgia for it. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. That's so, how those problem child guys got me. That's how Ernest gets you. Oh, yeah. I love Ernest. Yeah. So like, much. All that, but yeah, honestly, this, like back to our, how this tangent started, it's how Abbott and Costello got me. Like I watched yeah. Abbott and Costello because when I was a kid on Saturday afternoons, you basically had sports and old movies. Sure. And one, one, we had two stations that showed old movies. One was going to show a Western or a war movie, <laughs> Hard Pass. And the other was showing Abbott and Costello, Francis the Talking Mule, Ma and Pa Kettle. There you go. There it is. There's, that's going to be the one. That's interesting. So anyway, there's the longest shameless plugs in the history of <laughs> real spoilers, most likely. Uh, Look for those uh, Steamboat Willie real that's spoilers. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> we should start. Oh, my. I'm going to I'm gonna call Text my Matt. guy. Text I got Matt. a guy. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So, uh, so this movie's trash. I thought this movie was perfectly acceptable uh, for a throwback to a 90s but action it's not, movie. Okay, okay, okay. It's, okay. A, it's a moderately effective, instantly forgettable, yeah. uh, just this side of VOD. Perfectly acceptable <laughs> this for is, an afternoon at the movies. And this just, is not a throwback to a 90s action movie. That's what I wanted a, it to be. It's a throwback to a 90s direct to dvd <laughs> maybe movie. maybe because at least in that one at least in those there's action usually every 10 minutes give or take there's some sort of action beat every 10 minutes this i th- now like well let me I, tell you let i let like you. gerard butler if i, I if I'm flying international, I want Trailblazer <laughs> Airlines to be the airline I fly. If you crash, they send mercenaries. You're dang right. I know. Did. I was just I like, was like, holy I, crap. The whole time I was like, when they sent, when they sent the mercenaries and like this PR damage control yeah, guy comes that guy. in. That guy, I, he I, needs I, his own spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. It, yeah, it, it's like. Uh, he's like, Mr. He's, Walmart. He's the, Kurt, he's the Kurt Russell from the Fast yeah. Movies. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's and, and he's. I mean, he's like What's Mr. Sh- Wolf or whatever. Yeah. What's that Shonda Rhimes show where she's the cleaner, all, always it, doing damage control? Is it called the cleaner? Is it called damage control? No, <laughs> I have but, no idea. But but yeah, it's yeah. It, it, it. And I'm just like, you guys have a lot of faith in corporate America. <laughs> it's hilarious. So that like act, I don't. That I don't actor to, Tony, Tony Goldwyn, yeah, yeah. plays Scarsdale. I just love it. Like the airline. So the plane crashes. Gerard Butler's the pilot. They send him through a storm to save fourteen thousand dollars in fuel, and so obviously end up causing millions of dollars in damage and all this. But Plus lawsuits. But yeah, but, and right. dead people. Right. Dead people. So yeah. so the plane crashes because the plane's hit by lightning. All the electronics go out, and they have to land in the Philippines. Not, not it's like it's an it's, island yeah. adjacent to the Philippines. It's like an okay. island cluster. Yeah. So Scarsdale comes in as he's a consultant. To, who's the CEO guy? You've seen him in The you, Wire. He's one of those. Paul Ben actors. Victor. Yeah. But you've seen him in everything. Paul Ben Victor. And he's he's sitting here at the board trying to, okay, give me all the info and all the data and whatever. And then Scarsdale comes walking as the consultant. He's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. But, but the, I've got my mercenaries. The craziest thing about that, right, <laughs> is the CEO it. or the guy, whoever that guy Doesn't is. Doesn't matter. But he is like, okay, we're going to do that. We're going to bring in this guy. We're going to bring in the the military. The military but, guys, but the consultant takes over the. But company. then, but then when when the pilot's like, "I'm going to fly this thing out of here," the CEO's like, "Don't you do it?" And I was like, "Bro, you just First brought you just brought in yeah. mercenaries like." <laughs> What other the, the, the pilot using the plane like that's the step too far for you? <laughs> but I, I just I love it. This is the dumb action beats that I could not get enough of. That's what made this movie so fun. Where I'm just like, oh man, they brought in mercenaries and they're going to <laughs> war with the forces on the ground. Like Merc- they bring when in- they're having the shootout with all these people. I'm just cracking up. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Like this is a plane that crashed. So that okay, so that part I dig right. Yeah, like was- when you bring in what four mercenaries right. and they're taking out Hilarious. an entire army so i'm, I'm like, for it that is the pr southwest needs right now right <laughs> trailblazer airlines will do anything oh you lost your luggage we're don't sending worry in the about it yeah <laughs> we've got wet work guys yeah, that are gonna yeah. come in seriously <laughs> i'm like these guys will do anything for their customers yeah right right <laughs> so look i i love bad 
80s and 90s action movies. They're my bread and butter. They're fantastic. I was hoping that this was going to be some sort of... uh, Gerard Butler has kind of found this niche in these bad action movies that are fun, right? The, uh, The Olympus... The Fallen movies. I've never seen any of those. Olympus Has Fallen is great. I only watched Channing Tatum, Jamie Foxx action movies. And that's the bad one. No, I've never seen those either. (laughs) Um, But Olympus Has Fallen, The Angel Has Fallen, and something else. But they are, the first one and the last one are a lot of fun. Is it really Rome? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. know. They're in Paris, I think, for sure. Um, But they're they're big. Jimmy Has Fallen. (laughs) (laughs) Big Ben Has Fallen. I don't know. Jimmy Fallon. Joe, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Yeah. There's another shirt. Um, <laughs> but they're they're just big and, you know, they're straight up action movies, right? right? You don't, it's it's one guy who has a stupid amount of skills that he probably would never have and he uses them to his and advantage. And all right? the important people are wrong. Of course. he's the only one he's who set up, has the right answer. He's set up for an which, attack and now he has to fight his way which back Which is why people vote the way they do. <laughs> Don't say it. So <laughs> Gerard Butler, we find out his character is former Royal Air Force, so he has the military. But he doesn't. What? That's the thing. Is like they say that, and I do like that. It's kind of a throwaway line uh-huh. where they're. But he never does anything. Yes, he does. He, he chokes out one guy. I so well, that fight. Best scene in the movie. Oh, you think so? I do. I love With, the like f- the Jason Bourne, like the Rocky. Oh, I hated the the, the uh-huh. Paul Greengrass yeah. cam. But, but I mean, if it was a one take though. It, like, was, it was one all... take. What I loved about it is that it wasn't this choreographed like it was like, dirty. And it, yeah, it yeah. wasn't. It, it yeah, it wasn't like a John Wick style. Like, it was like two guys both trying to not die. <laughs> I completely respect. That they're yeah. out of breath. Yeah, that's one guy I, gets on him and is punching Gerard Butler. He's taking hits. It was yeah. like a real struggle if you'd been hit in the head and thrown off your guard. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, this is what this fight would actually look. Which like. is where I thought we were going. Yeah. And he stops and he's like, <gasps> he has to catch his breath. I'm like, yeah. it was a very realistic. And yeah, I agree. It's one of the. It's we kind of joke about the old the aging action hero, and you never really see that, even though that Liam Neeson. Congratulations on your hundredth movie coming out. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. His 100th movie's coming Good for out. him. Um, but you never really see him, like, You don't see him jump a fence. That's also true. <laughs> but you never see him, like, gassed after a fight, right. right? Where Gerard Butler, you're absolutely right. I think this was a very good fight scene. I was hoping that we would get more of it. But yeah. maybe Gerard Butler's like, hey, man, you get one. Right. I'm really, not doing this For again. this kind of money, <laughs> for a $20 million movie, <laughs> yeah. you get only one. half of it went to me. <laughs> You get one of these. Like, one. like, you know, they were smart with the way that a lot of this movie takes place on a plane, so that's cheap to film, right? Because I'm, it's not even sure it's, I'm not even sure it's a plane. I'm sure it's just like a two. Oh, it's a set. Oh, yeah. 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 That last, yeah. That, the ending and sequence it's a set we've probably seen in a million yeah. different yeah, rom-coms right, right. when they're flying somewhere. It's just a, you know. <laughs> some random plane. It's like it's a film, a third of it on the plane set, you know, which saves They must a lot have had money. a real plane, though, for the exteriors. Yeah. Because they showed it to us a lot. They did. They loved showing you that plane. They did. Which... I really thought that the more of the movie would be on a plane nope. since it's called plane plane. See, I was I was a little worried that most of it what I didn't know what this movie I was about. I didn't know anything about this movie Nothing. either uh, other than plane. So I sure. thought the whole movie was going to take place right. on a plane like a so stage. Play, when we're 20 yeah. minutes in and they're crash landing on this plane, I'm like, "Well, what are they going to do now?" You just told us <laughs> only it only has 5 minutes of battery power left. I'm right. like, "The movie's called Plane. But I, they should have been it should have been called there's a plane over there, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to go do some we're gonna, other stuff. We're going to crash this. We've got an hour left. But, yeah. you know, it all revolved around the plane, and I actually really liked the idea of a plane. I mean, like the show Lost. You know, it's like, okay, if you all you could not not think about Lost. It's impossible sure. to not think about yeah. Lost. But if a plane crashes on an island, what do you do? What's the dynamic between the- You kill pilot? and eat a polar bear. <laughs> Ta-da. Yeah. The pilots, the passengers. Are there any locals? You know, in this case, there were, and there- Are there any others- is yeah, there are a, there the others, a smoke monster? Smoke monster. Is, is there a magical puddle? <laughs> are <laughs> you really you, in purgatory? I know you're saying words right now. I've never seen an episode of that show. It's It it does not stick the landing, mm. but it's a hell of a ride. Okay. But I'll tell you, I said it before a couple of years ago. I did a rewatch. Katie had never seen it either. And when you watch it straight through, it lands a lot better. The problem is, is that we spent 10 years of our lives dissecting theorizing, it. dissecting everything. So when you get to the ending, it's really hard to please 
everyone. Were there that. any were there any like long breaks in between, or did it just go season? Like it was a writer strike. There was a writer strike at a break, okay. yeah. but it was like ten years, almost a season a year, whatever it ended up being. Was it ten seasons? No, okay, maybe it was like eight, but it was yeah. better part of a decade. Lind- yeah. Lindelof wrote a. Uh, it was a Ultimate Wolverine versus Ultimate Hulk comic, and he wrote the first three issues, mm-hmm. and then the other four or two whatever never came out oh. and then it was i mean it was years so long in fact that marvel was like we're just gonna re-release the first three now and then he'll I have the Jim other Lee ones was done doing the art on it <laughs> it was lionel francis you <laughs> okay. but uh but i didn't realize he was related to uh george rr R. martin yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> but the point is if you watch lost straight through and you're not spending a decade theorizing and then they have to come up with an ending that's supposed to please you with all yeah. your theories it lands better but it's a really really good show along so speaking of lost in airplanes I, so th- the name of the airline in this is trailblazer mm-hmm. um do you think trailblazer is the new fake airline have for, you seen it before? And I I don't know that I've seen it before, but I don't know that I haven't seen it before. And I had so never like, heard of it. So like they have, okay. But had you ever heard of Oceanic before Lost? No. Okay, but it was used all the time. Okay. So they have these companies. Yeah. They have like fake name com- fake mm. like fake names for companies mm-hmm. that people can use. They've already been cleared. Okay. And oh, so. I see. And so, uh, like, you can't sue someone. It's so generic that if you use it, you're not right. Because be... it's like if you want to make a movie about a plane crash, right? Like, Southwest isn't gonna, South, Southwest <laughs> isn't going to tell you that that's okay. American Northeast, Airlines yeah, North, isn't going to yeah, Northeast, right? So, like, so in order to avoid any issues with clearance on that, there, there's and there's like fake rental car companies, things sure. like that, right? Um, and then all the studios just kind of share those names, right? right. And so that's why. There was a theory for a while that Heroes and Lost took place oh, in the same world be- generic. because they used mm. Oceanic Airlines and and then people were like, well, that's the same. But uh, Oceanic became such a major plot point. Yeah. Uh, like they're not designed to be plot points. Right? right. But Oceanic became such a plot point and Lost was such a juggernaut that everybody remembered the name of it. I got you. And then I'm like, do they have to back off? Like if you used Oceanic now, people would instantly be like. Lost. Lost. You know, it's the same thing that, like, if you see a character reading a newspaper, you can almost always find that newspaper in another movie. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's a there's a, a shot of, like, uh, um, oh, the, oh, what's it, the, the guy who played Al Bundy. I'm blanking on his name. Um, Ed O'Neill? Thank you. Ed, Ed O'Neill. O'Neill. There's a picture of Ed O'Neill on, on uh, Modern Family reading the newspaper and there's a picture of him as Al Bundy I, reading the same, the same, same give newspaper. Give me that. Give Hilarious. me that where Al Bundy like, like upgraded to Al, Sophia Vergara. Yeah. Al Bundy's just like, you need a newspaper? I've got this one from my, <laughs> yeah. my closet sitting there. From But they don't have to worry about yeah. photo clearance and right, copyrights right, right, right. or anything That's like that. I had and, never heard of this one yeah. before but I it was such a, like when you think of the like what a trailblazer is, like what that means. Sure. You know, I'm like, I've never heard of an airline called that but i don't know maybe there are uh, well i mean even it's it's just a simple yeah i'm just wondering if we've yeah. if we've maybe seen trailblazers and other if that's what they've replaced oceanic they're, with they're constantly going down yeah like <laughs> stop taking trailblazer like they <laughs> crash all the time but so they so there's so there's no government where they land and but, yeah just... basically they say that like this militia has taken over this little part and even like the the philippine government is like no nah, yeah. we're not we're not messing with yeah. it like no thank you so they realize that they're they can't get out. They all everybody's phone. Nobody's phones are working. The radios aren't working. So Gerard Butler decide. Well, we should also say, Mike Coulter. I, I this thought play. this was going to be like Con Air. I liked I liked the misdirect they do. Where so there's a couple of things they set up with this. So Mike Coulter plays an inmate who's being transported by a. Uh, a U.S. Marshal. marshal or whatnot, and then you have a couple of passengers that are like looking a little suspicious. Yeah, and so I thought it was a prison break. I thought it was them trying to save him because they look at the passengers, and really they end up just being passengers. But yeah. but you look at Mike Coulter, you look at them, and you're like, oh, geez, this is going to be a Con yeah. Air type situation. Which great, and I like I like how when they crash land and everyone's looking at the convict and they're like, oh, I don't know if we can trust him and whatever. And Gerard Butler ends up 
giving him a shot and being like, hey, he, come help me. He John Cusack's it. Yeah. Where he's like, we got Cameron Poe on that plane. <laughs> he's an army ranger. He's just trying to get home. And, and I like it that they took it the direction of, oh, this guy's going to end up helping them because he's the guy with skills and knows how to do this stuff as opposed to it's this criminal that now is going to be trying to escape. And yeah. You, are you going to be fighting him or the other guys or whatever? Yeah. So, I mean, it's again, it's it's both of these, both of our main characters are given like a backstory of former military where Gerard Butler doesn't really, like he does choke that guy out. I'll give you that. But I don't like he his but like but Mike Coulter is like he looks like this is he looks like Carl Weathers because he's ripped to shreds. He's a massive human being. He he's got like two AR-15s like strapped to his back. Like, you know, yeah, he's awesome. And, he you know, and he's just taking people out left and right. I thought he was great in this movie. Too. I, I think, really like Mike him. Coulter, I think, is one of those guys that. I don't, he is very good. Like I liked him in Luke Cage. I like yeah. that first season of Luke Cage. I didn't watch all of it, but I liked what I saw. Yeah, it was. It was. It's. I think. But I think he has a a prom- Hopefully, a promising future. I think he's on a TV show called like Evil. Okay. I think where he's like a de- like a detective yeah. that has to. Sounds familiar. The plane goes down. Gerard Butler's like, I'm gonna go. I saw a warehouse before we crashed. I guess. Uh, and he makes his way to the warehouse. He brings Mike Coulter with him. And then all of a sudden, Mike Coulter disappears. And he, being Gerard Butler, ends up finding this warehouse. So he finds his phone. He ends up calling. This is actually one of another one of this whole scene in general, I think, is really good. Where he calls. Where he calls the, the op. And, like, the, and the operator's like, we've been like, getting pranked all day. <laughs> what's your, I, what's your <sighs> member or what's your, what's your badge your number? Your employee it number. Was and he so was like, fr- I don't know. It is so frustrating when they do the good person dirty like that. To yeah. where you're just like, we know he's the guy. It's <laughs> like, but that's so what would happen is you'd be getting prank calls and people would be getting sick of it. Oh, yeah. But. And oh, then he calls, and he calls his daughter. She gets the information and relays that to Trailblazer Airlines. I do also like that. When the, when Tony Goodwin talks to the guy who made Gerard Butler like not go th- around the storm, oh, not Dabney Coleman, yes, thank you. <laughs> and I was just like, man, it's kind of fun to see him be Tony Goodwin being like, "What were you thinking? What are you a weatherman? You a weatherman? And I like how he calls him. All right, Mister Weatherman, yeah, and the guy's like, redeem yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. I liked the tony goodwin character I, I, tony goodwin is yeah, a good actor when I like they him a lot. when they brought that character in is like their damage control guy i was like oh he's gonna be the worst like normally those people yeah. are so cutthroat sure but he like but he wasn't he was he awesome was, he was actually trying to trying to, to get help him out and of i there. was just like oh that's so fake right we they think they make contact this entire now we've got this other uh like when he calls his daughter Right, and gives her the information, and yeah. she gets it taken down, and then they finally get that to Trailblazer. Trailblazer, uh, like we talked about, like sends in literally five guys. The people who run this little village realize that they can take everybody hostage and use them for I don't know what. They got I assume th- they're they- going to raffle them off. I know? guess. Like, yeah, they got a thing know. going. You could see, you know, they stumble upon the, the camera. These, these and... like, uh, missionaries who are obviously dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> like, you see the blood stains right, on the... And the, and the blood So this trails. is their thing, is they find people that they can send ransom demands to, and yeah. and uh, they're going to do this now. They have a whole plane full of people that may be From across the world, and, right? You yeah, got guys from England the... and Hong Kong exactly. and the United States and everywhere. Uh, Sweden, which I was just like, what? Okay. Just make them both from the United States, but whatever. It's kind of an international movie. There's a lot of very different, much so. There's, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't think Sweden's a market you're super <laughs> concerned about, so. though. No, I Hong Kong, I get. Right. Sweden, perhaps not. <laughs> Maybe so much. not so much. Yeah. So this entire time, our what I was hoping this movie would do is just lean into the R rating, and they don't. Yeah, it is weird because there are some pretty decent kills at the end it yeah. was like it's like they got to the end and they were like oh yeah we're an r-rated movie <laughs> oh my we're gosh an action when they're, movie. When they're what sniping with that 50 that's caliber great. sniper rifle that's and great through the car those i'm telling you those mercenaries <laughs> as hilarious as it was that the airline sent them and that they exist in this movie but the fact that they're willing to do anything to save don't these care bastards and yeah. went to war against them and were blowing people through walls it was fantastic 50 caliber, i mean i was having so much fun when that, that guy gets hit with like an engine block like, oh, at the very I, yeah. end of the movie yeah. when he runs him yeah, over. Yeah, it was I'm great. Like, I, this is the kind of thing that it's dumb and it, it's totally silly. And like you said, Tom, forgettable. I'm not going to 
think to pop in plane no. and watch it again. But yeah, I was forgetting this movie while I was watching. It. <laughs> but I had a good time. I enjoyed this more than Megan. Oh man, I, I had more fun no, with this. No, than I Megan. wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Uh, no, I thought Megan was a snooze. And I a half thought this that was last a snooze. Scene. See, I thought and... this was a snooze until the last scene. <laughs> so yeah. So, but the entire time we know that Mike Coulter. This is about the time where I'm like. Wonder how that plane's doing. <laughs> Can we get back to that plane? I mean, it's called plane. Wonder how it's. I mean, okay. you can't really. Sure, I haven't seen the plane in a while. <laughs> you can't really. It, it's hard to film an entire movie on a plane. But they don't call it plane. Uh, I think executive. It, de- I think executive decision would disagree with you. I think snakes on a plane would disagree right. with you. I, but it's you know. just it's hard. But yeah, but like snakes in the plane had this crazy double decker plane, That's so true. they could move yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And right, right, right. Interesting <laughs> parts of it or whatever. But I just think it's really difficult to hold the whole thing there. Unless it's a drama where it's really character driven, because then you don't need the space. Right. But an action movie, how much we're running up this aisle, we're running back up. This, what are you going to do? Here, let me throw the drink card at you. Like, what are you going to do in a plane? Listen, the nobody time? talks to Billy Ma- Billy Idol that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to strangle you with the oxygen yeah. cord. Yeah. I mean, after a while, you're going to run through those things. Yeah, you're going like, to run out of. And then you're just going to look around and be like, oh, yeah, we're still on this plane. Oh, yeah, I forgot so. about it. <laughs> we need to get back to movies like Airport. I like. I. I agree with you. Like, just do like a big set piece. We did for a minute. Towering Inferno. Except they like were those. romantic comedies. Remember when Gary oh. Marshall was making all those movies with like a million famous people, yes. but they were all in it for four minutes? Yes. That's kind oh, of what Val- Airport, like that's Valentine's Day. Yeah, the holiday movie. Valentine's yeah. Day, New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah, New Year's. And like, that's kind of what Airport was, right? Like, it was like Fred Astaire. Yeah, well, you, Dean Martin. Like, the Poseidon Adventure. George Kennedy. Or, uh,. The Towering Inferno or yeah. things like that, where it's like you earthquake. Just, you think, yeah, earthquake, uh, avalanche. This is the end. This is the end. But <laughs> I mean, even like that one. I remember. Isn't there? There's one where they kill like Steve McQueen in like ten minutes, and you're like, whoa. Like, what? Remember, he's in Towering Inferno, but I don't remember. Maybe he doesn't die. They kill somebody really he's the early. Architect, right? I, it's been so long since I've seen. It. Maybe. Or is Paul Newman the architect? But the fact that Steve McQueen and Paul Newman are in a movie together, yeah. Also, sign me up. Like, there's too much cool in that movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was called Towering Inferno. Yeah. Defeated the purpose. You also get uh, Bobby Brady. Well, can't all be winners. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird to think that Mike Lookinland and Paul Newman were <laughs> in a movie we, together. There are moments, I, I that just happened recently, where somebody was in another was in a movie with someone else and i was like how the, how does that happen like just the 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 generational gap yeah where i was like god that's crazy that they were in the same movie i mean think about it ron howard was in a movie with john wayne uh, that uh, that's a good one and that feels like that should be a million years <laughs> yeah ago, right, but right like they were in a movie together no, it's not a million years ago um yeah so they basically what the rundown not well that's well, a, that's a fantastic movie that's pretty good <laughs> yeah that's a great movie um is the mercenaries show up they realize that the, the the people have been taken hostage, but the good guys have already captured them. Like they're already bringing them back. Yeah. The mercenaries are already on the ground. <laughs> they parachuted in once they pinpointed their location. The co-pilot had uh, been able to fix the electronics yes. before they got he kidnapped. Got, he got the transponder. Kevin, I think we all on. know God is the co-pilot. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the third, the so third like, wheel. This isn't a Kurt Cameron movie. <laughs> <laughs> so they were able to pinpoint. The mercenaries said, we're going to circle. We know they're in this group of islands, so we're going to drop in as soon as we get the signal. They get it. They're able to rescue the guys, and they show up, guns a-blazing, yeah, well, and, and they then, go to war against them. But Mike Coulter and Gerard Butler are just tearing through this sure, village, yeah. which is, I was like, yeah. Let's do like See? tear through this village. But Gerard Butler's got is able to. I well, think it's good because you're on this island that apparently has no one on it except none. The warlords, kill them who are yeah. lording over also, no one but themselves. I will also say, we did have this complaint in Rambo where they're just like, yeah, everybody on the island's bad. Everybody, everybody that is. I think it, that's because they're in this like gray area of criminalville <laughs> you know what true, i mean like but, they say the government doesn't doesn't go here this is they've taken over like this is their place i guess that's true and in rambo it was just they're just mexico every every mexican but, person we met like bad guys, i think it also guys, helps that guys. we're not in a place that's clearly defined that's true it is nondescript that's why they're like a yeah, nondescript <laughs> islands off the coast <laughs> of the Philippines. like in like top gun where they're like where are they going not in russia the, i'll tell you that and also in rambo versus the in this movie you have a a a rainbow 
of colors. That's fair. That are slaughtering That's people. Fair. Where in Rambo, you had one sixty-five-year-old <laughs> white guy yeah. slaughtering Mexicans. Sixty-five-year-old Vietnam vet. Yeah. Right. Slaughtering Sla- Mexicans. Yeah. That's right. Fair. If it were just Gerard Butler going on a killing spree, right. that'd be pretty bad. But no, they. This is again. This is a very international movie. Very diverse cast. Yes. So you have all sorts of different yeah. people in it. So they just start killing people. Like that's there's there's good scenes where I like the scene where. Gerard Butler doesn't really have the right set of skills, but Mike Coulter does, and them as a team. So Mike Coulter has been on the run. He was accused of murder. You get in his backstory that he probably didn't do it, but he was an 18-year-old black kid that they threw away the key, and, and he was locked up. And then when he went on the run, he was able to escape. He went and joined the French the Legion. The French Foreign okay. Legion, so yeah. which, which uh, going back to our original tangent, was also an Abbott and Costello movie. Abbott and Costello joined the French Foreign Legion. But that's also a plot point in a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Oh, that's a plot point in a million that's, I know, that's true. That's because true. the French, I mean, I think Laurel Hardy also joined the French Foreign Legion. Like, it's it's, the French Foreign Legion is always kind of, famous for and i don't even know if it's true right. but in movies it's true taking anybody that'll that they don't ask do. any questions and that's what and he says anybody Michael says he's like, it, as long as no you can do it asked. like they took yeah. you but there's a man i wish i could remember the name of that movie maybe nowhere to run jean-claude dumb joins the french foreign Legion. that's exactly what it is <laughs> but they end up at like of course his brother gets in trouble so they're like you gotta go find him uh, and he shows back up to save his brother the sequel, Jean-Claude Van Damme's brother joins the That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. still salty that Amazon show got canceled. The JCVD show? It was so good where mm-hmm. he was really, he was playing himself, but then also he was a secret agent. Yeah. So much promise there. I wish people watched it because that He's was one of my Sounds favorites. like the Chuck Barris story. Oh, I just thought you were going to say Chuck What Barris. is that? Chuck Barris, the original host, well, the only host, I oh. guess, of the Gong show. The Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Was he of- really a spy? Yeah. Well, no. Oh, but he said he was, and was com- <laughs> yeah, right. and was committed to it. Would never say otherwise. <laughs> really, but he said he was a CIA agent, and that that hosting the Gong Show was his cover. And there's a great movie di- directed by George Clooney, right? Confessions of a Dangerous Confessions Mind. of a Dangerous, oh. which is Sam based Rockwell. on his, it's supposed to be him. It's yeah. based on his autobiography. I think Sam Rockwell plays him. Yes, yeah. And I uh, did not realize a, that a very young, uh, uh, oh man, Michael Sarah. Oh, Michael you're Sarah's right. Michael Sarah as, is as a that. child. Yeah, oh. he plays Chuck Barris as a child. Okay. Yes, you're absolutely right. That's hey, really good. There's also good a flick. voice on Roly Poly Oly. Who is Michael Sarah? Oh, really? Oh, he played Roly Poly Oly's oh, that's weird. little brother, I think. But, oh. but, uh, okay. but Confessions of a Danger. I mean, like, there's no way this story is true, <laughs> right? But it's a blast. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look up, go down the YouTube rabbit hole on this guy then, because I mean, I know the Gong Show. I never heard about that thing. So yeah. that's. And like, was he crazy? Like, did he end up going crazy? Like, oh, in crazy, his later years? I mean, I, I don't know. He lived to be like 80, 82 or something. I mean, like, oh, I mean, like, was this an Andy Kaufman thing or was I don't he... know. I mean, that that's all I can assume. Cause I mean, there's no way this guy was really in the CIA, but like he wrote this book and like would never veer from that. That's story. what I'm trying to figure out. Like, was it like the yeah. going and he's so weird. Like, it, oh. it like, it, you know, it's one of those things where like, if it is true, no one will ever believe him anyway. Sure, right. sure, sure. You know that's the yeah. whole point. But he okay. was he was definitely different. Hide in plain sight. Okay. Yeah, you know, Gong Show movie. There was actually a Gong Show movie. Oh, was there? Yeah, it was the first rated R movie I ever saw. Oh, yeah. did you sneak in or get? Brought it was on cable when on cable, cable was new. We were in a hotel room in Texas. Back and we, we basic watched, instinct. We watched that and then Airplane. My sister and I watched. Oh Airplane. man! <laughs> and like, oh my god! Airplane. I don't know. Th- I don't know that I've ever. To this day, laughed as hard at a movie ah. as I did watching Airplane. That initial watch when I was eleven years oh, old. It is. Oh my god, we mo- missed when when they did the <laughs> hits the fan gag. We I think we missed the last ten minutes of the movie. It's such a perfect gag. We were laughing so it's, hard. That movie is built for 10, 11, 12 yeah. year old people. Just beautiful, it's perfect, just beautiful. And now we have History of the World Part Two, Part Two. That's yeah. coming. I can't wait. I gotta say the trailer didn't look awful. It didn't look awful. I it did, I'm like so... I mean I'm 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 bummed that like some of those actors couldn't be in it because sure. they're all dead. Right. But um, uh, what is Mel Brooks? Ninety three, ninety six. I, I mean, think he's like ninety six. He's in his mid nineties. Yeah. Because Carl Reiner was I think ninety eight yeah. when he died. So like oh was the, he really? The, I think something like, like that. Okay. The fact that we're getting new Mel Brooks, I don't care. I didn't watch the trailers yet or anything, but. I mean, I'm so excited in his 90s. He's got one more. I mean, hopefully he's just, you know, just one more in him. You know what I mean? Like, and he was never 
Carl Reiner least. was 98. That's, 98. Okay. That's, oh my that's gosh. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I think Mel Brooks is 96 then. He was never like he's a, 2000. Yeah, right? <laughs> so he's got quite a bit yeah. to go. Yeah, he's yeah. all kinds Mel of Mel Brooks is 96. Keep it going, buddy. Hey, I called that. Yeah, good yeah. job. Thank you. Well done. Um, yeah, so because I follow every time he has a birthday, I'm like, thank goodness. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> he still seems... everywhere on Twitter, Mel Brooks twinning, Mel Brooks, happy birthday. And you're yeah. like, oh my oh, god, god. you god. have to put some kind of he does still seem like he's with it. Yeah, oh, like yeah. sharp. So to very... Carl, and I think it's because Carl Reiner, they were best friends, mm. they would have like go over to each other's house every day. Yeah, and I think I'm so happy. I that... think having someone he could yeah. engage with intellectually yeah. every kept day has kept him him going That's but i was point. so worried that like when he, the, he the wouldn't spouse be far passes, behind yeah when you're for the sure. older people and their spouse passes away and they're a few days behind I'm like well Those you know two he was... wasn't married to carl Reiner, though, right? <laughs> but <laughs> i bet you he spent more time than he did with his other family members I well mean, his it's... wife has been dead for years. yeah, well, yeah. Bancroft. ask matt right. and yeah. bancroft was his wife i think so i didn't realize that yeah well now you got me questioning myself oh. but but I believe so. Yeah, I just but, did, I didn't realize. But that. I mean, I bet you he saw Carl Reiner more than he saw yeah, Max and, and Bancroft. I was like, is Max and Bancroft's son? She uh, yeah, be. I mean, I guess uh, he would she have must to. be yeah. because they were married for like fifty years huh. or something. So I talk about a it. lot of people yeah. don't know his son wrote World War Z, World right? War Z, yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, he's written a lot of like kids like Minecraft books. And Max Brooks oh, has yeah. written a lot of and he wrote books. A, uh, another book similar to World War Z that's about Bigfoot. Okay. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Yeah. He wrote a new like one a few years, couple of years ago. I think that's the big. Is it the one, new one? Okay. Uh, so here's the deal: is the mercenaries show up and they kill awesome. they kill everybody, which is what you the want. bad guys. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But again, I'm I'm thinking of myself in the theater. You know, me and the three other people that are in there. You know, <laughs> I gotta tell you though, real quick, sold out theater. Good. Good for it. Not really. Why? 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 Like, I mean, it's fine that it was sold out, but also I had garbage ass seats. Because I, um, I was like, it's plain. I don't need to buy these tickets at at nine o'clock in the morning. I screwed it up. Buy them early. I screwed it up. But you know, we're we're having a good time. All of us are, you know. But I'm looking around and I'm thinking, I, I just had to think of this plot, and I go, this is the dumb action movie that I can check my brain at. The airline sent mercenaries <laughs> to get their passengers back. They are shooting fifty caliber sniper rifles yep. through cars, yep. through people, sending them twenty feet in the distance. I'm like. This is fun. This is what I'm here for. It's ridiculous. It's cheesy. It, it, but like it was well made enough to where it wasn't like cheesy bad to me. It was just like fun, silly action. I thought it was movie. so boring until oh. that until that last ten minutes. Yeah. But and I was I, here's the thing is I there doesn't need to you don't need to have, in my opinion, these emotional beats. Right? Like you can give me the story that Gerard Butler's wife is gone. And his daughter is in California while he's flying around in Singapore. I don't need anything else besides like that. I get it, but I would bet that almost every action movie you like has some yeah. sort of. I mean, that's how you get they the, do, invested in but, the characters. Okay, so I, I'm going to refer to Con Air, right? Yeah. So in Con Air, the whole premise of that movie is Cameron Poe is trying to get back to it. He's he got out of jail, shouldn't have been there in the first I place. Can see the wind blow through his hair. Oh, that sweet, see. sweet mullet. Yeah. But like you, okay. So they, but you don't reference the the, the his family does not get referenced mm. almost at all. It's just him beating up convicts. But like, <laughs> if you're not gonna have any sort of emotional beats in a movie like this, why does it matter? Then it needs to be straight top, up action, top notch, next yeah. level action. Right? I don't disagree. I don't feel. I, I well, I guess that's not fair. I was like Mission Impossible. I guess they that's try to have a, like romance, yeah. but like nobody Rebecca cares. Ferguson. Yeah, how you doing? Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody goes to Mission Impossible for that. That's like when porn tries to have a story. <laughs> like, it's like when Playboy tries to have like, the article. It's like that's though, fast forward. They at least have, you, and it's like yeah, and it's right. the worst because you're trying to fast forward with your non-dominant. Correct. Hand. Correct. He's like, come on, come on, come on. Oh, <laughs> stopped at the worst part. Guess they I'll just need it. to invent nothing but the clips or something. I think they do. That, it's they called do. Red Tube. Yeah, oh. it's called Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Oh, what is it called? I've never heard. Of it. Yeah, X Hamster. <laughs> Yeah, so they they actually amateurs good because it's all the amateur stuff. That's exactly. I, I like it. Amateur, amateur porns where I prefer you, it. Yeah, because one, it's like college basketball, right? Are they as good as the professionals? Nah. No, but they're doing it for the love of the sport. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? 
You're not wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. That is a yeah. great way to describe Before it. Before they go porn. pro and get jaded. They're, right. They're yeah, still yeah. They're just there because they want to be. For the love of the game. Oh, the other God. thing that's great about it is like you see people that look like you. That's Representation true. Representation yeah, right, right, right. in film oh, is yeah. important. It's, it's very important. Yeah. Like yeah. I like, I'm like, <laughs> I, I could do that. Yeah. yeah. I could probably oh. get her to have sex with me. <laughs> like that's probably achievable. On film? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not on film. Need to be a wide angle lens. She would, she uh, would not want to admit and not, is, and not because I'm fat. You know. Uh, but yeah. This 70 is, millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> Cinema IMAX. scope. IMAX. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. They win. That's, yes. that's what, what, Was there course, ever any of doubt? Of course not. I was it, hoping I was like, lose, are they killing Gerard Butler off? I was hoping we would lose more hostages or something. Oh. But just something. But to be like, to be fair, they, they do kill did. two. Of them. I'm, I mean, I guess the, they kill two. The, of them. Uh, the leader chops his head off with a machete, shoots down. the... But he doesn't. What? Like that's the weird part. You see, because when they're dragging, okay, maybe it's just a movie mistake. But when they're dragging that guy away, you can they see let his, him. They told him hang head. your head as low as you can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's it was supposed to be. So chopped I'm sure off. you're right. I'm sure. Right. Actually, the other scene that I did like is Mike Coulter and Gerard Butler have captured like two of the the mercenary, or not the mercenaries, but like the the bad guys. Oh, two go in, one comes out. I that scene was great, and we're not talking. About Mike Coulter has the one that they leave as the survivor drag the other guy into the woods. Gerard Butler's messing around with the plane, and then he's here's a shot, and he looks quickly, and here just comes Mike Coulter with two extra with two extra guns <laughs> yeah. with nobody behind him, and it was like, all right, that was kind of cool. But I like I love I did not I thought this movie was bad. I didn't <laughs> like it uh, except for the last ten minutes, okay. and yeah. that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Sound, I mean, fair, I can't give you too much criticism. It sounds exactly like my review of the last <laughs> I movie. So I get Just it. A little flip when, when you don't I mean, care about I, it until the big action set piece. I, I, I credit this movie for knowing exactly what it is. That's what I'm saying. And, it is. and, and then doing that moderately Doing exactly well. what it set out to do. Yeah. This movie, I had no expectations. Didn't know what it was about. But I'm like, okay, I know it's supposed to be a dumb action movie. I go in. I'm like, I'm having an entertaining time. I thought that the, the cleaner guy, the character. This, oh, Tony Goodwin? Yeah, whatever his... I search an S. I can't remember what the character name is, but the fact Scooter Smith. There you go. He goes. He comes in there. He tells the CEO exactly what they're going to do. He he doesn't care what anyone else is doing. He's like, we're sending these mercenaries. We're <laughs> this guy is going to fly the plane out. And, and then they say, don't fly it out. Yeah. And this yeah. guy's like, he's, they're going to fly it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I had I had fun with it. I did not. No. And I was in the middle. There it is. Like I, which is honestly when I didn't love this movie. I think we're almost on the same page. I did not love the movie. Yeah. I just it was it did what I think it set out to do, and I was entertained. When I watch it again, I'll never. I think if you saw the trailer for this movie, and I say this without having seen the trailer for this sure. movie, but I think if you saw the trailer for this movie and you were like, I think I would enjoy that, you will, right. you will enjoy this. Fair. Like That's I, fair. I, th- I think it's it sets you know, out to do something and it accomplishes it. Yes, yeah. it does accomplish it and i the you were talking when i while i was peeing about the the theater experience i saw yeah. the theater i was in was practically sold out i saw it on a wednesday oh dang oh. there was only one showing of it in st louis how'd you get to go on a wednesday i don't know they did like, like an early early so i had early. tickets to see a show on thursday so i couldn't go to the thursday mm-hmm. they didn't do a press screening in st louis although they did in some markets mm-hmm. but not here yeah and so I was Ryan like, Terry saw it. Yeah. So I was oh. like, when am I going to see this? So I was like, let me go and see if there's any like morning screenings, which oh. you almost never get anymore. And then it was like, there was one screening about 30 minutes from my house and, and it was at an AMC and it was labeled as an investor screening. Oh, that's oh weird. yeah. That's for the, so, okay. So AMC does a deal and usually they're like two weeks in advance, but they will a couple weeks before a movie comes out, give anyone that's on their you're supposed to be on the like if you're an investor in AMC, if you own one share of stock, they'll give you little perks. Like they'll throw you in your rewards account a free soda, free popcorn, or whatever, and then you get to go to the early screenings. I guess they don't really double check it. Like, do you have any AMC stock? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I, could just <laughs> I guess go, they don't. I could just go in and buy a ticket. Right. So I don't think they really double check it, but you're supposed to be. And like, I bought stock. When you know, like GameStop and AMC, when they sure. were all so do, people, do were, maybe investors get free tickets, but it's also open. No, to no, the public? you have to buy them, but but it's just you you get early access. But I guess they don't really check it that huh. much. So, but that's what that is is the perks for. Oh, and they would do it for like kids movies. I'm trying to remember the one. It doesn't really matter. But there was a kids movie and it was coming out in a couple weeks, and so that's where I first noticed it that they will drop those. But what a weird thing! A Wednesday, like yeah. a day hmm. before, and I think they were doing House Party the same night. Okay. 
What a weird movie to remake. They've made. They've. Tried, I guess that's true. I mean, they made two sequels with the with kid with play. kid and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they also they they've tried to reboot this franchise before. There oh, are really? house party movies without was it a kid and play or a direct video though. I, I don't think they were. I theatrical. don't remember. It wasn't a TV show, was it? No, no. TV movie. Well, was, kid and play were supposed to have a TV yeah, show, hey. and it was going to be called The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Drop Maybe that that's ball. What I was thinking and they of. were like, we don't. We don't. We're, can you we're movie stars. We're not going to do TV. Oh my gosh! And so then they were like, "Okay, can we find any other uh, rap duos that don't scare white people?" <laughs> Did you hear that Eddie Murphy speech or whatever? I know he gave. I, I know announcing during Golden Globes or whatever. No, he's like, "There's three. Th- I'm. I can't even do it. go watch the video." But he's like, "There's three things you learn in Hollywood to be successful: pay your taxes. Got a big laugh because you know a lot of people get in trouble." <laughs> Wesley Snipes. Number two. And keep Will Smith's wife name <laughs> out your mouth, and it was hilarious. And they I, they censored it. I think he cursed during it or whatever. Sure. But in Canada, they didn't censor it, so you can hear the clip going around oh, from man. the Canadian broadcast. But it's pretty funny that. for Eddie Murphy to comment on it. Oh man! Anyway, there's there it is. there's plane. At least you get the plane there at the end. You do, and then well, it you ends get, on you a get love a part of a plane. on a loving shot of that plane. That was. <laughs> That was the most ridiculous scene of Gerard Butler sitting on the steps of that plane. And I was like, okay, we'll we'll fade to black with here. No, no. We're going to pan up because and look at this giant ass CG plane. I'm like, we got a plane. We're showing people <laughs> yes, a plane. Like Star yeah. Trek 1. That one didn't look CG, though. Maybe it was. But it like, had the be. big shot of it looked yeah. like a, a oh, real I thought, plane. I thought it looked CG. Oh. I mean, I the landing certainly was CG. Yeah. I mean, there's no question there, but... Anyway, there you go. I guess go watch Law Abiding Citizen. <laughs> I love Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> you know I've what? Never I, seen it. I, I, I think the good two parter with that one. I know they're different people, but uh, Law Abiding Citizen and Inside Man. Something about those oh, movies. I could see that. I working. just, I just like the Inside Man's so yeah. good. Yeah, that's Spike that's, Lee. Oh yeah. But uh, I don't know something about those two movies, and maybe they were released in similar times. Denzel but, Washington and Clive Owen. It is. Yeah, okay. And there's just like this action element to them. And, no, uh, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, Do go it. watch those. Sure. Yeah, that's much better. Three hundred well, kicks guy into a ravine. Yeah, in the ravine. <laughs> and then instead of a CGI plane, you get CGI abs. abs. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I think they were, what were they makeup? They like paint. I mean, he was some of he was some buff, of those guys. He was were, in shape, but he wasn't in. They that like drew kind of them off. <laughs> it was like makeup. For it's the, the it's the six hundred guys in the back that they're just like just CG it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there were only two hundred ninety nine. You're right. Guys I'm sorry. You're totally right. I mean. Not to get all well actually That's on fair. you. That's but fair. Well, Fast, actually. Fastbender. Did you pause it? Yeah, I know. That was the first time I ever saw Fastbender yeah. and didn't know who he was. And it's like, oh, yeah, Nobody he's this like, yeah, was... general guy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go on the table and everyone can say where to find it. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And, of course, don't forget our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, the NTSB reruns the simulation with a 35-second pause. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.